Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen, would you believe it's the halfway point of the month already? It is also the third Thursday of the month here on G's Power Hour. Thank you for being with us today. And because it's the third Thursday, we are always happy to welcome back the guru of tech, Mr. Burton Kelso of Integral. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing this morning? I'm here. I am here, but I'm I'm better because you are here with me. So, so thank you so much. Yeah, you just saying. See, you sound all glum and stuff like that. But I understand. For those of you listening, G's getting some. Uh, she's getting some work done in our poor house. <laughs> and I'm sure. <laughs> That's all right. You li- what they say? Don't, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's I'm good. Right. I'm good. I'm, I, I know. So yeah. I want to hear, and like, I, yeah, good, even though my house is tore up. Woohoo! <laughs> there you go. Did that work for you? <laughs> <laughs> that made my day. Oh, uh, huh. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Anyway, <laughs> I have to apologize. I'm apologizing on air. Burton was down here in Florida, and I did not get a chance to see him uh, because we, of the lovely probably, holes in the wall to... here. Huh? I said we didn't get to cross paths at all because we were both busy. I'm Uh-oh. so bummed. Yeah, yeah. Next time. We're going to try harder yeah, no, next time. I'm not worried, yeah. you know. Even yeah. if I have to make a special trip to come down there and see you, we're going to make this happen. Oh, we're going to do a live <laughs> show when he comes down. Right. Well, we do a live show anyway, but we're going to do one in person. Right. <laughs> so, yes. Perfect. Perfect. So what's going on in the world of tech? Um, I know you. You're all uh, appled up. I'm not. <laughs> Let's talk about up. it. You're gonna <laughs> laugh. A lot of and, and one of my uh, colleagues had mentioned this, but I really don't consider myself a tech guy. I mean, I'm a person who likes helping people with technology, but I don't have mm-hmm. to have all the gadgets and stuff like that. I mean, one of my colleagues posted today that they were getting a the new iPhone 14, and that's just mm-hmm. not me. Since Apple yeah. is so involved in the tech world, I think it's important that we talk about the new stuff that they have coming out yeah. because well, I'm not. Well, you're you're, I'm, you're you're a tech guy, but you're not you're not silly, you know. You're not, not like <laughs> you're not obsessed. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> yeah, not obsessed. <laughs> I could take it or leave it. Okay. Just, just, there's no. I still I have a ten year old MacBook that I use. I've got a. I think a six-year-old Dell. Um, I've got a 
12-year-old desktop that I use, and it all works, so I'm, I'm good. I don't have to have the latest and greatest. I mean, I know about it, but I'm not going to rush out and get stuff that I don't necessarily need. So hopefully that makes sense. Well, they say if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, don't fix it right? That's right. And that's one of the things that I try to tell people, especially with events like this Apple. I mean, it's not like you have to go out and get the new 14. Now, you do have to update to the latest iOS. But, again, as long as it's functional, I mean, just hold on to it because these devices come out for people that have devices. Like, for example, um, for example, like the um, – oh, I'm trying to think. Like the iPhone 6 has recently been knocked out of being supported by Apple. So now you've got to get the 14. So that's, that's, what, those, that's what these new devices are for not rush out and get a new one because the old one, last year's model is dead. So. Yeah, because you know me. I'll, I'll hang on to it until it's in pieces pretty much, you know, if it works, <laughs> you know. You and I you know. You and I are the same. So, I mean, yeah. I think, okay, let's talk about the iPhone 14. So now they've, okay. got, they've got a bigger phone. Which, you know, they're always coming out with bigger stuff. So, I mean, that's great. But I think one of the best things that has come of the iPhone 14 is the fact that now with your iPhone 14, you can make emergency satellite calls. So I got in trouble on this in when I was on TV in London a couple of nights ago because the host was like, yeah, we've got good coverage all over the British Isles. I'm like, well, you got to remember this phone's built for the rest of the world. So in emergency situations with the new iPhone 14, it'll actually allow you to connect to a satellite rather than a cellular tower to make emergency calls. So if you're hiking in the woods or just out of cell coverage, if you get into trouble, you can just use the phone, uh, part of Apple service, to call up and say, hey, I need help, and it'll bounce off the satellites as opposed to going to your uh, cellular network. And, I mean, in the States, that's a lot of issues that people run into is that they get in a – a low coverage area, they can't call for help. You know, it's not like there's a Wi-Fi tower or anything like that. So I think that's one of the biggest things that the iPhone 14 can offer. And I mean, that's the type of stuff that you want technology to do is to be able to help people out. It's not all about the better camera or some of the features that the iPhone 14 has. It's about the things that are going to be able to help people as far as improving their lives and of course, keep them safe as well. Cause I mean, that's, in my opinion, that's one of the focuses of technology. Yeah, I, you know, and, and so that the one feature you mentioned might make me consider getting one, and that is because of the the sat phone capability. Because right. I was just having, I was having a conversation with my husband the other day about one of the reasons that I've been reluctant to give up my quote unquote landline, which is not really a landline anymore, you know. But right. you know when we it's been, I think it was 2004, we had like about three hurricanes back to back. And right. it was a mess. Um, and it was like, uh, cell phone goes out, cell tower goes out. I need, you know, to be able to contact someone. And, I, you know, so I was talking to him the other day about maybe we need to get a sat phone, you know, so. Right. Now you don't have to worry about that. Because, I mean, think about that. In hurricane situations, you're right. The, um, you know, the cell network could go down. So, I mean, that would be a perfect example of why you would need a 14. And another example, talking about safety, is that the new iPhone uh, iPhone 14 Pro have crash detection. Because, you know, the 
uh, iPhones have the fall detection where if you fall down with your Apple Watch or your phone, then it's got the fall mm-hmm. detection that alert your emergency contact that you've fallen down. But now mm-hmm. it's got crash detection. So if um, you get in a car crash, it'll alert your it'll alert 911 or it'll alert your emergency contact to let them know that you were involved in the car crash. To me, okay, that so, so, so now I have a question be, with that because mm-hmm. you're talking about it's good for if I fall down or if it's good if I'm in a crash. So let me ask this question. Can, is there a senior citizen discount? Can I get one on my Social Security? That's what I want to know because if I'm falling down, I'm probably, and I should, probably shouldn't say this, but, you know, I'm more than likely going to be a senior doing more falling than I am anybody else unless I'm just very clumsy. Um, and so I want to know, you know, can I afford this on my senior citizen budget? Well, probably not because, I mean, truth be told, Apple – Products are the products of the privilege. I mean, you're talking about a phone that's going to cost you, you know, basically a house payment or one month's house payment, you know, $1,500. But I think what we have to look at overall is the fact that, you know, when you get to that point or we just know that that technology is going to be available, the fact that you have iPhones that can do that because just because you can't, get this year's model of iPhone 14, when the 15s come out, maybe you can get a 14. Or the fact that maybe Android is going to start developing that technology too. And when that happens, then you're looking at technology that is becoming accessible to everyone in the world. And I think, and I have to go back a little bit, you have to look at us using LEDs and Look in plasma TVs because now we're all using flat screen TVs. But of course, when they came out, then they were very expensive. But now, flat screen monitors and TVs have transformed the world and are accessible to everybody. I mean, heck, you can get a decent flat screen TV for a couple of hundred dollars at Walmart mm-hmm. now, where 20 years ago you couldn't. So I think right. a lot of features are great um, if you can afford it. But we uh, have to look that now this is the way technology is going and the fact that Apple is really thinking outside the box as far as what types of technology that are going to be developed to help people out. I mean, because if you think about it, I had OnStar the first year I had my Jeep. Um, but, you know, once that year expires, then OnStar is gone, and then you're forced to pay a monthly fee for crash detection in your vehicle. But now if you can get that on your smartphone, then that just opens up a, a whole new world for people that it's successful for, for people to get help when they can't get help. And it, it in, in the end, it's going to save lives. Same thing with the fall detection. I mean, that's the most exciting thing about this Apple event is that they're looking more towards safety as opposed to uh, just trying to sell devices, which they are. But at least they have mm-hmm. people now that are, which I think is great. Yeah. But, yeah, you're, okay. I think, too, D, is we need to, um, if you're wanting the new iPhone 14, maybe we can start a GoFundMe. Uh, for <laughs> <laughs> That's all for right. Not, that, no, not, not there yet. Not with that. No, I appreciate it, though. 
no problem. Hey, if, if I want one bad enough, I'll, I'll get one. I'll make a way. Jesus will make a way. He will. That's but, right. um, <laughs> that, that's not that's not on the priority list right now. But, I was going to say, you're not at that level anyway, all youthful and stuff. You shouldn't be falling down unless you just get clumsy or trip. And same thing with crash detection, you know. Just keep your eyes on the road and off your phone, and, you know, hopefully no one will plow into you. <laughs> yeah, you said the operative word, hopefully, because um, yeah. people are not paying attention. <laughs> They're definitely right. not paying attention. So it's, it's sad. Um, I know yeah. you didn't watch the accident, uh, G, but the challenge that I had is I was going to go on CBS to talk about it after the event was over. And mm-hmm. they used to gather in person uh, to do it, but it was kind of impersonal watching the live event as they were launching these products because they just, I mean, you had to get on YouTube to stream it. And it was just kind of boring because a lot of it was just them prattling off these specs about, like, the mm-hmm. camera and the display. And, I mean, it's like, ah, I don't want to sit through this. Yeah, but. I mean, you kind of like, you you know, half the reason you look at stuff anyway, there's got to be something other than things that you can go on the computer and look up, okay? You know, there needs to be some sort of, of spectacle or, or something entertaining or, or catching, you know, something a little riveting that's going to, you know, keep you hooked if you're watching this stuff on TV. You know, otherwise, it's just like, okay, just, you know, just tell me what it is, and I'll go online, and I'll I'll look up. I can look up the specs myself. I can read, you know. You, you'll laugh. So the only reason I watched the live event for Apple was the simple fact that uh, CBS told me, well, we need you to log back into Zoom when the event's over. But I had to stay logged into that, that live stream because mm-hmm. I didn't know when going to be over. I'm sitting there like, well, how do I know to get back in the CBS? But it was boring. It really was. Mm. Bored. It was you need to tell them. Off. You need to tell them. People say you need to <laughs> know. Out there that like that stuff, G. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, I I would tell them, <laughs> you know. Jazz it up because Burton said so. Jazz That's it up, that. right. Well, I mean, come work. on. Let's let's you don't know that. Okay, let's look. Let's look at um, – I know this is going to probably be a, a crazy example, but let's look at football, which is, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year for me. But anyway, um, but let's look at how football changed when Fox came on the scene and started doing their pregame show that was much different than everybody else's pregame show because it had a little something for everybody, including – uh, non-football fans, because there were explanations. They had demonstrations in terms of, of how certain things worked on the field, even if you weren't a football fan. And it was just a lot more entertaining than the average pregame show. You know, that You're right. Right? You got the, right? got the football talent, but you have the personalities that have the pizzazz and the wow as far exactly. as taking that. So, exactly. yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, do something like that. So, but I think, and, I, and I'm yeah. hoping that that princess would have corrected me if I was wrong. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, you know, I believe that if right. you want something to change, you can't just leave it in the hands of the people that can't see past their noses. Right. I agree. I agree. You're absolutely right. You know, they they probably need it from. Um, 
and I, I'm joking with this because uh, how technology, the technology industry is such a white male dominated industry. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they need a brother stuff to come in and start making the the real world um, implications of why this new technology is coming out. Right. I mean, it was exactly. It was yeah. really boring. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is just basically boring because it's basically, I mean, for some, I mean, some people are into that kind of stuff, but for average Joe, it's, it's basically nuts and bolts. So what are you going to give me to make to engage me about something that you say that I need and you want me to uh, waste a social security check on? Okay. Because I mean, <laughs> as far as um, like Apple's Apple's new camera, do you know most cameras now? Um, probably going back to we'll just say the iPhone 12 and whatever, because you just got a Samsung last year, right? Yeah. 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 So. Most cameras on those smartphones are better than the the human eye. So I mean, what mm-hmm. benefit am I got? My eye can only see um, a specific range. Why am I getting this newer phone with a better camera? Because I'm not going to be able to tell the differences anyway. It's more mm-hmm. gearhead, right? You know? Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, and you talk about the, the phones. I mean, it's it's funny, but it's not. But um, yeah, we there are they you know make types so small now that what you have to do in a lot of cases is take a picture of something that you're trying to see that's too small, and then once you take the picture, then you blow it up so you can see it. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> y'all don't tell me some of y'all haven't done it. I know there's some of you all out there that have done that. Okay, you know, because I I had to do it. Um, uh, when I was working the elections, there were some things I needed to get information from. Information was was a little bit small, you know. I took a picture, blew it up, and I got my the information I needed. So if and then I deleted the picture. Got, yeah. So if your phone's already got that capability, then I kind of let you know uh, how far our phones have come as far as resolution yeah. and and quality. I mean, it's almost. And I think the big thing that Apple did last year with the 13s is the fact mm-hmm. that you could still motion picture using your iPhone rather than having mm-hmm. to buy one of those expensive um, cameras. So, I mean, I think that's a – I mean, I, that lets you know how far the technology has come that now they can all they can do is just add in features that's just going to make life a lot interesting and a lot safer for people too. So, Yeah. Yeah, Uh-oh. for those that are, 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 can't be unglued to the phone. Uh, yeah, I'm getting ready to go on break. I know you're going to chastise me about that. I'm getting ready to go. We're going on break. I'm here with Burton Kelso of Integral. This is G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. By the way, if you have questions for Burton, the number is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. We'll be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. 
That's Anderson & Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Hey, hey, welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. It is the third Thursday of the month, and that means Tech Thursday here on G's Power Hour. And we're here with Burton Kelso of Integral. And if you have questions, the number is 516-387-1944. So, Burton, today marks the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month. And it got me to thinking about uh, translation tech, uh, not just for um, Spanish language, but, you know, uh, more than just Spanish language. But you, we've talked about some before, but can you um, give us some ideas about tech that's out there if we need to translate information? Burton? Hello? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Prince, is like, uh, Prince didn't want me to talk. Oh, no. <laughs> don't. My really? Okay. Yes. All right. So gonna say, don't blame it on her. You blame it on my boss. <laughs> I guess he doesn't think I can be quiet during commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, hey, y'all, watch them little side conversations now. All right. <laughs> so the best program out there, G, for translation is Google Translate. And Google Translate, okay. just to give an example, so the first time I met you in Florida, I got mm-hmm. an Uber from the airport. I uh-huh. my wife and said, man, this is going to be a quiet Uber ride because my driver doesn't speak English. And she wrote back really? and said, why don't you? Yeah, she's like, why don't you just turn on Google Translate? So I was like, oh, okay. So I uh, pointed to the driver and pointed to Translate, which this mm-hmm. Spanish-speaking guy already knew. So he had mm-hmm. Google Translate. His, he had his phone hooked up through the Bluetooth, and I had mine hooked up on speaker, and then we just had a normal conversation back and forth using Google Translate because you can wow. have translate from Spanish, Spanish to English, and, I mean, you can carry on full conversations. So I've had many mm-hmm. instances where I've been able to carry out conversations with people in real life because of Google Translate. Another instance is I had a – a colleague of mine, he was, I don't know how this happened, but he was dating a bodybuilder from Brazil. And mm-hmm. I know a little Spanish, and I started talking to her. And he yelled across the room and said, no, she speaks Portuguese. She doesn't speak Spanish. Ah. Had me open up Google Translate, and her and I were able to have a regular conversation back and forth with Google Translate. I mean, it works in real time. Wow. Good to know. And the good, thing, good to know. G is that it will um, it'll vocalize using Google's voice what you're trying to say. It'll listen to you, and mm-hmm. then it'll uh, read it back to the person. Or if, let's say, you have someone who, let's say you're translating your voice from English to Spanish, then it'll actually show the text so the person can read the text back and forth. Because if you only have one smartphone, you can say what you want to say in Spanish, um, and then it will translate it. Oh, you can say what you want to say in English. I'm sorry. And then it'll translate it in the text of Spanish. So somebody, if you're sharing a phone back and forth, they can look at your phone and see what you're trying to say. And that's just with any language. But yeah, Google Translate is probably one of the best translation tools out there. And I forgot to and tell how, you this with Google Translate. Yeah, go so ahead. Google Translate, 
Google Translate will also translate text. So Google Translate will use your phone's camera to take a photo of something that is in uh, Spanish, and then it'll translate it to English. I ran into a gentleman whose computer I was working on, and he had this his whole house was this dedication to Spain. And there were certain mm. pictures that I would be able to read what the text was. So I just opened up Google Translate and told it to translate mm-hmm. from Spanish to English. I held my phone up, and then it was able to translate the text that I was viewing from Spanish to English. So I was able to read a lot of the Spanish dialogue he had on, on some of these photos. Well, that's good to know. I didn't realize that that app was that expansive in terms of oh, it, its capabilities. So that's yeah, good. If you, abroad, if you travel abroad, you better have Google Translate with you uh, so that mm-hmm. you can kind of around. So is that a part of like the just the regular Google, Google apps that you can dig up, or is that a, a particular special package? Is that something extra? I think you have to. It's free. Um, and now, with you being an Android okay. user, yeah. If you're if you're an Android user, you should. I can't remember if it downloads it in the suite of apps because if you're an Android user, normally you'll get like your Chrome, uh, all of your Google Docs, Gmail. Obviously, is in, involved on a uh, Android phone, but I think Translate is one of those where you have to download it special. But it's it's a free app. It is part of. Um, it is part of Google's suite of nor- or yeah normal suite of apps, and I Perfect. forget how many languages. I think how many languages you can download, but um, yeah, obviously Spanish, Portuguese, a lot of the Hispanic languages are automatically included with um, Google Translate. In fact, I can pull it up on my phone. So as far as the Spanish languages, obviously Span- Spanish is on there. Um, Portuguese, I know for a fact, is on there. I'm trying to think, are there any others that are, like, within the Spanish language? It's just Spanish and then Portuguese. Aren't those the main two that are Hispanic-type languages? Yeah, I believe so. I believe believe Portuguese has a little, uh, I could be wrong, a little French in it, too, as well as as Spanish. I think it's a combination. So... Um, but that's good. I mean, that would help some of us that have no uh, Spanish-speaking skills to, to maybe um, consider looking into just different uh, Spanish heritage and culture and stuff like that uh, with the use of a trans- translation device um, or app. So it's good. Right. It's good. The other thing that that travelers should be aware of is that Google Translate normally uses like your 5G or your cellular service, but you can actually mm-hmm. download languages onto your smartphone. So if you needed to use the Translate feature when you're traveling and you know you're not going to have Internet service, you can download specific languages to the app, and it will allow you to do it. And then to break down the app, there's, three different sections that it'll use. It'll use the camera, like I said, to mm-hmm. view photographs in any language so that it'll translate. You can do uh, what's called conversation mode where you and a person, mm-hmm. I think it links to both languages now, and I think this is fairly new, where you can just have the phone out and then whatever language is hearing, it'll translate back and forth. 
And then there's uh-huh. a transcriber as well, too. So. Okay. Well, so, yeah, it's no, I'm going to have thing. to do a little homework. <laughs> now, the other thing I was going to bring up, since we're talking about Hispanic uh, Heritage Month, and maybe mm-hmm. you want to embrace a little bit of your Hispanic culture or, or gain some knowledge, uh, Duolingo, which is a learning app, is probably one of the best tools that you can use to improve your Spanish-speaking skills. And I think Duolingo will do up to 22 languages. Probably it's a free app, and it's a great tool that you can use in order to learn a second or third language. Perfect. Good to know. Good to know. So, so it, this is this would be a good time to try to see how much you can maybe you know, take a month. Take the month. See how much you can learn if you haven't haven't tried, you know. And then if for those of, the, of us, well, I didn't. I took French. My mom said take French. I took French. Uh, but those of us that did take Spanish in school, this might be a good time to kind of uh, pull it out, see what you you know you know what you know, see what you need to enhance, and see what you can do better, and then um, you know use it this month. So anyway, one of the I was going to mention for Spanish speaking month is the fact, and I think everyone knows this, but most of your smartphones, uh-huh. both Android and Android and iPhone, you can obviously right. change the language on your phone to have right. it show up in whatever language you, you you needed to go in. Okay. Good. So you know that's one of the good things about tech. Tech, you know, there's there's enough of it out there to kind of help us get started. So that's that's good. So. We're going to take another break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk more with Burton Kelso of Integral. The number is 516-387-1944. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar? or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast, let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are here with Burton Kelso of Integral. It is Tech Thursday. The number is 516-387-1944. You mentioned something before we uh, got on air about a lawsuit? Oh, yeah. It didn't take place in this country, but over in Ireland, and they don't duck around in Europe when it comes to privacy laws. Their Instagram is being sued by one of the watchdog groups in Ireland about uh, Instagram collecting kids' names and email addresses. Europe has a strong 
and you know a strong privacy law and they went back on Instagram and found out that they had kids switch from regular standard Instagram accounts to business accounts in order to collect their information and so yeah they're I mean so yeah Ireland's suing them for I think it's 402 um, million uh, euros I guess that's the right term, but yeah, in American money, it's four hundred million dollars. This is a a quick side note, which is funny. Yeah, uh, Meta, who owns Instagram and Facebook, they earned forty billion. What a beat last year! So it's like a big mm-hmm. slap on the wrist. Yeah, I guess. When... But I mean, I think we obviously need to talk about social media and then what the implications are for younger audiences because kids just sign up for stuff and they really don't think about the long-term effects of what's going on because any company, uh, any large company is obviously grooming their next generation of consumers. So obviously this is an attempt by Meta to keep, to groom younger kids in order to use the services because the trend now with social media, kids aren't really using Facebook anymore. Um, they're right. somewhat on, uh, but most of them are on TikTok now. And you know, Meta obviously wants to get that audience back, and they're gonna they're gonna do whatever it takes to make that happen. And we also have to talk about the large reach that a lot of these large tech companies have when it comes to having access to your, you know, all your personal data, because you figure mm-hmm. at this point, kids email addresses at a younger age and they're going to probably keep those email addresses for life because they want to stay in contact with friends. Right. Cell phones. Kids are getting cell phones at a younger age and these large tech companies want to get access to all of that data because it allows them to market and groom these young consumers to stay, stay dedicated to these brands. I just came across something uh, during a break, and I, I, it seems like it's relatively new, so I don't know um, if you know anything about it, but something about the president um, blocking uh, Chinese investment in technology in the United States. Had you heard anything about that? No, the closest thing that I've heard to that is the fact that the U.S. wants to establish itself as a big tech giant again as far as manufacturing semiconductors, because right now, um, there's some part that you're in. What'd you say? There's a shortage, right? In the, in the chip. Yeah, there's still they're coming out of it. There's a semiconductor shortage, but the, mm-hmm. a lot of it is because COVID and because China owns most of the semiconductor market, whereas the U.S. is trying to get into that it, because number one, it wouldn't be as much of a shortage if another pandemic comes around. But all semiconductors mm. come through Asia, and obviously on a global scale, they they want to stop that. Okay. I mean, all right. I should based out of Asia. Period. Your iPhone or your mm-hmm. Android, I should say, my iPhone. All that comes mm-hmm. from overseas. Right. Interesting how we just not just with tech, but it just seems like with everything. Wait, wait till we get in in crisis mode or when things are, are out of reach or have gotten past us to find out, oh, this is kind of really important. We really need to still be doing this type of stuff. You know, and like I said, it's not just tech. But, you know, we talk about, you know, uh, uh, 
jobs and, and people, you know, not being able to find find jobs or the type of jobs that they find um, are not necessarily uh, for people that have, let's say, gone to college for uh, engineering and other types of things. And, and the thing about it is we, we, we got to wait. We let everybody else kind of uh, build the tech and we just buy it from them instead of trying to uh, – do it ourselves. So I, I think we kind of need to get back to that. I know, though, that one of the, uh, I guess, the the problems or one of the concerns or issues is that it costs more to do it over here, right? Right. I, yeah, uh, it is. And the other thing that we have to, and I think part of it is the, not necessarily the education, because if you build a semiconductor plant, it's going to take at least a couple of years to even get the plant up and going. But I think part of the problem why a lot of that stuff is overseas is just our work ethic when it comes to factory-type jobs. No one in the U.S. Yeah. I can say no one. There's a lot of people in the U.S. that don't want those non-glamorous jobs. I mean, it even boils right. down to your trade jobs. I mean, there's shortage of plumbers and just people in general trade because those jobs aren't considered even though you can make a good living as law, doing lawn care or plumbing, which you know from firsthand experience, or yes, I know, sure uh, do. HVAC, <laughs> they are busy. Those jobs make a they lot are, of money, but considered yeah. sexy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but they they are busy. I mean, they and uh, there's there's a lot of plumbers around there, but I mean, goodness knows they could they could use more, you know, because I know the. I, I talked to them about how many, you know, how many customers do you have a, a day? You know, how many jobs? What do you, you know, things and, and stuff like that. And they're, they're not, they are nonstop, you know. So uh, there, there are those jobs. There, there are others too that, um, yeah, people kind of got to kind of get away from how it looks versus, you know, what, you know, what is going to be steady income and what's going to, you know, pay the, pay the bills, you know. Right, exactly. You know, yeah, and you you yeah. can't always go with the glamorous. Um, <clears throat> you can't go with the glamorous jobs like being an influencer and all that other stuff because that's not a guarantee. But people are always going to have plumbing issues. Um, yeah, you know they're going to have HVAC issues. So why not go on yep. a career path that's going exactly. to make that happen? One exactly. of the things you had mentioned. One of the things that you had mentioned and this relates to tech, is uh-huh. you know, the habit that people get into with their technology devices. I mean, it's just human nature because I think everyone knows that they should back up their information. But, I mean, how many people actually make sure that their information is backed up? You are so right because I am one of those people. Uh, what? You know. Don't tell me that. We've been talking for almost I, four years. I try. I know. And you come I know. Back up I, and stuff? I I try, and I'm scared I'm going to uh, lose something or, or do something wrong, and I'm going to get rid of all all of it. But you know, I do I do every now and then when they try they do the the the, the mandatory update that your phone just kind of loses its mind until you actually do the update. I usually try to go in and see, you know, okay, what do I need to do here? Um, and you know, I you know, I'm a little bit. I guess you could say skeptical, not as much since, you know, I've been talking to you, but a little skeptical about, uh, you know, when you're talking about backing up my information, where's my information going, who's seeing my information, how do I uh, 
retrieve it if it's in someone else's hands, you know, me me the paranoid person. But I, mean, I, I think I'm getting a little better. I hope so. So one other thing uh, before our next break was, since we were on the subject of phones, is I wrote a blog piece uh, recently about how criminals can hack into your phone. And okay. it all prompted because I had a business colleague reach out and he wanted to know how did I, how would someone know if someone were tracking their iPhone. And I think in this day and age, people are always assuming that criminals like hack into your phone. But that can happen. But a lot of that mm-hmm. starts with an email or phishing text. Because, you know, truth be told, both my iPhone and your Android are safe from most cyber threats out there. You're talking about a 1% chance that someone could actually hack into your phone. But even if that were to occur, mm-hmm. you would have to the hacker into your phone in order for them to get access to your smartphone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to expect. <laughs> but no, I, I, do, I understand what you're saying. I do. Yeah. Um, so. It makes the world go round. I mean, most of these cyber threats that you, you hear about, like I was being mm-hmm. interviewed about it called Seesaw yesterday by our local ABC affiliate, and I'm sure – Someone fell for a phishing scheme that allowed them to get access to this this app. And the same thing with your smartphone. That's why you see so many phishing attempts out there because uh, criminals are trying to allow you to get access. It's almost like the old school method of uh, remember when the repairman would show up to your door and it wasn't the repairman mm-hmm. be like a – I mean, it's the same thing. The, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you could call it the Trojan horse, for example. But, I mean, I think, you know, everyone listening needs to know that you know, smartphones, by essence, aren't hackable. If someone's going to, quote, unquote, hack into your phone, they could log into, like, your Google account and log mm-hmm. into your Apple account and kind of see what's going on with your location in your phone. But for the most part, smartphones are pretty safe, and we're in a pretty safe mm-hmm. day and age when it comes mm-hmm. to our, our – it's not like 10 Hello? years ago where people – I was going to say it's not like 10 years ago where – you know, people could just get into stuff. I mean, I think the tech industry has done a pretty decent job of protecting devices. Okay, so let me ask this, though. They may be doing a decent job in terms of protecting devices. However, do you think there should be more screening of usage or users of technology? And the reason I'm asking that is one of the things that has been occurring lately since school started down here is these threats on campus, you know, that aren't legitimate threats, but they're causing school shutdowns. They're causing uh, a waste of time of of law enforcement resources and all of that just to discover um, it's just really, you know, someone uh, kind of planting a scare on the internet or, you know, on some form of social media just to try to close school for the day or whatever. Uh, but it's, it, to me, it seems like it's getting a little out of hand. Are, should there be yeah. better or more screening? Yeah, it's getting out of um, yeah, it's getting out of hand. But the problem with social media is, is that um, you know you can set up a social media account just using an email address. So it takes nothing for someone to set up a new Google account, and then they can 
set up a social media account. I think what the social media companies are trying to do is to scan email because not email, but messaging and uh, posts on social media to have keywords that pop out that that will alert the authorities that something's going wrong. And and that's how a lot of it has started because direct messages aren't monitored because it's just from one person to the next. But, like, if you make a general post on Facebook, they're going to flag you. And I am laughing because I got put in Facebook jail twice last month because of stuff that <laughs> yeah. I said. It You're always joking. in Facebook jail. No, I'm not. I've been in Facebook jail a year. There were two comical posts that I put that were flagged uh-huh. to Facebook, and they banned me. For luckily, it was like I think forty-eight hours was the longest. But yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I tried to stay on the straight and narrow. Okay. But I mean, it, it has gotten out of hand. So I think, and, and ultimately, what has to happen is that parents need to be a little bit more responsible and keep track of their kids' social media use. You just can't give your kid a smartphone and expect them to act like they've got common sense yeah okay well we're going to take our final break um and the number if you have questions for burton is 516-387-1944 by the way i just uh, a little off subject but was just wanted to mention it before i go to break uh, i don't know if serena started something when she e- decided to evolve from tennis but i saw today i guess roger federer is saying that he's retiring so uh It'd be interesting to see who else decides to to jump ship uh, from tennis or, you know. Dina? Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to take a quick break. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Hi, I'm Tim Garris. Uh, You may know me as Timmy G. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's been two decades, but I want you to know I'm back in the argument. And I've got a mix of music that can help you relax and chill out. It's smooth. It's relaxing. It's chill out jazz. The soulful mix of smooth jazz, soul, and smooth R&B. So join me every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. to midnight on KHAM Radio. This is Douglas Dobbs, owner and funeral director at Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community with two generations of family funeral service. With the recent addition of my son Brandon, we are here to take care of the needs of Central and West Orlando. From simple cremation to a full burial, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here to help you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. I just got to mention this because you all think people in Florida are crazy. But, you know, I think we all have crazy people. But I, I just wanted to give kudos. I saw an article. I just wanted to give kudos to a Chick-fil-A employee who stopped an attempted carjacking um, a woman with, that was trying to put her baby in the car. Guy came up to her, threatened to beat her with a stick, grabbed the keys, um, and everything, and the uh, Chick-fil-A employee wrestled the guy to the ground. Um, guy punched the employee, but the employee wasn't seriously hurt. Just saw this on an alert I got from WFTV Channel 9. So so kudos to, to that Chick-fil-A employee. Uh, I didn't see his name, but um, uh, just wanted to say kudos. There are good people, you know, there are people that aren't afraid to get involved, and I think that's great. 
process there. Anyway, we're here with Burton Kelso of Integral, talking computer stuff, talking phone stuff. It's Tech Thursday here on G's Power Hour. Number is 516-387-1944. You know what, Burton? I forgot to ask you about, you know, we're in the, even though, praise God, we haven't had any hurricanes to to deal with yet here in Florida or or pretty much anywhere on land in the United States, you know, they've kind of been out, but this is usually around peak season for us with hurricane season. And just was wondering, we talked a little bit about sat phones. Um, Also though, uh, one or sat phone technology on, on the um, Apple phones, but also wanted to ask about other things that might be of use if you end up being in a situation, we, we talked about the, the uh, I guess, the falling and the crashing uh, prevention apps, uh, the, you know, but are there other things that could be useful in a time if you are in, let's say, a flood situation or a situation where you're kind of uh, on lockdown because of bad weather? Hello, Burton. Oh my gosh. Did you run away? Princess, you guys having too much fun over there? What's going on? Or is it me? Uh, well, dear. Anyway, um, if you guys can still hear me, then um, the number is if you want to call in, 516-387-1944. By the way, maybe making some changes pretty soon, the G's Power Hour, and want to get you guys a little bit more engaged. So if you have uh, topics that you feel like we should be addressing on the show, please hit me up on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. We want to hear your voice so that we can put it out there. It may be something that maybe you're not necessarily wanting to talk to someone else about in your community, but you feel like it needs to have some attention. And you don't have to tell us who you are. You can be anonymous and talk about it, and we can kind of look into it. But, you know, hey, uh, back. just – oh, well, Burton's back. But just know that uh, <laughs> you can let us know uh, – <laughs> I'm glad you're back, Burton. Let's just know that you can let us know if there are any particular issues happening in your community or that uh, you feel need addressing, and we'll see what we can find out about them on G's Power Hour. So anyway, Burton. That was a good commercial break. But, yeah, to answer your question, the first thing that everyone needs to get tech-wise is to get a weather radio or emergency radio. Isn't that what you have at home? Yes, I have a small one that I I did invest in, and I'm thinking about possibly getting another one. But, yeah, I I got a small radio, uh, weather radio. It actually also has a USB port. It has a hand crank. It actually has solar panels on it. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's Midland. Um, I think that those okay. are the ones that are kind of, uh, top, well, I won't say top of the line, but they're very, very well known in terms of weather radios down here. So, um, yeah, right. I got one. So, yeah. Yeah, so let's go through the emergency app. So other than getting the weather radio, which is all what all tech people say, even though it's not tech. So FEMA has mm-hmm. a real-time mobile app that you can get. But, again, you kind of need that radio, uh, weather radio and some power in order to mm-hmm. access the FEMA emergency management app. So it gives you mm-hmm. real-time weather. And it, uh, you can 
I mean, I guess you can call 911 and have all that other stuff because hopefully mm-hmm. the cellular network will be up as opposed to your regular phone network. Now, one that well, really surprised – well, we'll talk I know. About, I was glad to have it. I I bought it just before – I want to say Hurricane Irma, and uh-huh. we were without power for four days. Um, so, really? like, there was no TV. <laughs> like – you know, there was like nothing. And so I was glad to have it because we were able to kind of listen and catch up on, on stuff, you know, find out what was going on because, you know, there was no internet. <laughs> there was no cable. Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. yeah. So the other one that people should probably have is the American Red Cross app because uh, it gives mm-hmm. you first aid tips and you can um, you can get emergency alerts on it as well. And the rest, I used to have the Red Cross app. And they used to have um, multiple apps, but I think they they like combined it all into one, where you can just see how to administer first aid, or you can call for help if you get into an emergency situation. And probably the next app that you would want to get, other than American Red Cross and FEMA, is Life Three Hundred and Sixty. Isn't that really? weird? Yeah, because it's got the, or any, I should say any family safety app. So let's talk about mm-hmm. Life 360 for a hot second, which allows you to okay. track your family and friends. Um, because Life 360, the thing that makes it stand out from like Find My Device for Android and Apple is that you can set up a, oh, a sandbox location, meaning that you put the boundaries where you want your family members to be. And if they leave that boundary, then you'll get an alert. But you mm. can um, you can do emergency call through the app uh, just in case you get in the pro- have problems. Now I don't have an app, but I do that. have. No, I don't have an app, but I do have something that I think if you are, especially if you are in Florida, that you need to have. If you if it's hot down here and you your power goes out and everything, um, you need to have a fan that runs on batteries. I will say that I got one. I got one. It was kind of, and it was after you know hurricane season. I didn't think about it at first, and and Bed Bath and Beyond had a fan, and I had to I had to they had run out. I had to order it and wait till it came in. One of the best things I could have gotten uh, because it it does run on electricity, but it also runs on D batteries. So uh, <laughs> I'm planning on getting another one. Uh, you know, because I was I was taking it with me around the house, uh, you know, because it it does it, you know it it does and and even if you're if you're not in an emergency situation, it's good if you are just let's say uh, wanting to not necessarily run run your AC so high, but you just need to have um, something that's going to cool you off. It's a, it's great to have and it doesn't take up a lot of space. So I just I wanted to throw that out there. Because they, they do so have I, some more now. Okay, so I you're going to laugh. Uh, uh-huh. So I guess Ooh. online they do have uh, solar-powered fans, too. I had to look. <gasps> you know, I'm all into that. i got to get one. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to find Amazon. one. Do you shop on Amazon? Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 They yeah I, I, feed, I feed the beast occasionally. You feed the beast. <laughs> hey. I love that. 
I love that. That is too funny. But, yeah, they have them on Amazon. I know you like um, solar-powered stuff. So, yeah, definitely I look at the solar-powered fans. I saw one as cheap as $19, but it was on Amazon. Oh. So you're going to have to. Yeah. Like I guess I you're going to order I'll... right now. Uh, hey, what you think I was typing just now? <laughs> like I said, I'm going to probably feed the beast tomorrow. Yep. Right. So. So real yeah. quick, you were talking about domestic in this month or is it next month as domestic next month, violence? Next month, yes, right. Yeah, domestic violence month is next month. So, yeah, I did want to talk about some apps related to that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot out there. But I think, the you know, obviously when you're in a domestic violence situation, um, and this, well, we can talk about this this month since we talked about Apple real quick. So Apple has mm-hmm. a new feature now where if you're – in a domestic violence situation, you can uh, the new iOS 16 can make it so that you can get out of all of your accounts. You, you, it basically allows you to. It's called um, safety check, and it it can do emergency reset and cut out all of your devices from being connected. You know what I mean? So if you have a lot mm-hmm. of Apple devices you can immediately just have it reset the connection. So if you're on a family network where your spouse or abusive partners check are tracking you, emergency, the safety check can have an emergency reset where clear all of that information out and allow you to add in new passwords to each of your devices. Because with family accounts, usually it's the administrator that controls the password settings. But with emergency, with the safety check in the emergency reset, you can just reset all that on your own and free yourself and not have your abusive partner attract uh, you. So if you're looking for an excuse to get the new iOS 16 update, then this would be one of the reasons to do so. So um, I wanted to ask you about, you know, they used to tell you, oh, if you have a phone that you're not using anymore, uh, you can donate it to a domestic violence shelter. But with, the, you know, the different types of um, evolutions in technology, is that if you have an old phone, is does that still work for someone that's in one yeah. of those situations? Yes, because okay. all phones have the ability to call nine one one, regardless if okay. it's connected to a phone. So that's why they tell you to do that. Okay, Every all right. Has the ability to dial nine one one, so that's that's why they tell you to do that. And obviously, if it's through cellular only, then no one can track you as far as that's concerned. So that's why that. That's why that that's why that method's still around. Good to know. Good to know. All right, Burton, how do we reach you quickly? Uh, look for Burton Kelso everywhere on social media. I'm on everything. <laughs> He's on or everything. Yeah, I am. Or go to BurtonKelso.com. And he'll be back in a city in Florida near you coming soon. So <laughs> anyway, next thanks week. so much. Oh gosh, that quick. Okay, next week. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make an effort to connect next week. So, thanks so much. Appreciate you taking the time. Have a blessed day and weekend. And thank you all you for too. listening. This has been G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. Be well, be safe, be blessed, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. <laughs>